Thank you for downloading our audio tour. If you really want the complete experience of this tour, you should check out pictures, videos, and the other extras you can find in our free app. Download our free easy.travel app for iOS, Android, Windows Phone, and Google Glass now. Or visit easy.travel for more information. Amsterdam is often regarded as the Venice of the Low Countries, and no wonder, this metropolis has hundreds of canals, moats, and other urban waterways. The most famous of them all is Amsterdam's Canal Ring, a system of town canals surrounding the old city centre. So unique, the whole area has been declared a UNESCO World Heritage Site. During the Dutch Golden Age, when Dutch culture and economy peaked after the year 1600, the canals were the lifelines of this trading centre. Large quantities of merchandise were imported or exported by ship or stored in one of the city's many warehouses. The city's canal ring also reflects Amsterdam's affluence in the era, and in this district you will discover elaborately decorated merchant houses, internationally acclaimed museums and bustling market squares. This eye tour will reveal much more about all its historic architecture and culture. We will show you some of the most charming spots in and around Amsterdam's Canal Ring while providing information about this very special area by means of audio and video recordings and photographs. The eye tour starts here at the National Monument on Dan Square. This majestic statue symbolizes the very heart of Amsterdam and the whole of the Netherlands. This is where every year the Dutch commemorate the victims of the Second World War. Begin your eye tour with your back to the monument and cross the street towards the Royal Palace. You are now on Dam Square, the very spot where Amsterdam began. On this spot, around the year 1250, the people of Amsterdam built a dam across the river Amstel. Ships could sail as far as the square and then unload and trade their goods. As you can imagine, it must have been a very busy place in those days, with market stalls selling all sorts of wares, fish from the Zuiderzee, figs from Italy, spices from as far away as Africa. This square was truly the centre of Amsterdam's trade and, accordingly, it has a major part in the city's expanding trade and growing prosperity. Prosperity that led to the construction of the Canal Ring. Dam Square has always been a real trading centre, and even today, the stock exchange is just around the corner. In former days, the central trading point was here too, the Waag, or weighing house, where all merchandise was weighed. This trading point was demolished about 200 years ago, although many people in Amsterdam regret its disappearance. The Royal Palace is also situated on Dam Square, but we will come to that later on in this eye tour. If you were to have an aerial view of Amsterdam, you would immediately recognize its characteristic street pattern. A city center surrounded by a single, a certain type of town canal, and three town canals that run parallel to each other. The canal ring around the city is clearly recognizable on the photographs. This is Amsterdam's canal ring, a unique historic area laid out according to a structured street plan. You have now come to Herengracht, the most inwardly of the three city canals. The canal ring was built in the Golden Age, the era in which the Netherlands and Amsterdam flourished, when the rising economic affluence around the year 1600 forced the city to expand. But the expansion had to be both good for the economy and good to look at. 
buildings could not be constructed any old how, but according to a well-considered street plan. Using its many waterways as transport lines for shipping and allowing plenty of room for fine houses, this expansion eventually produced the Grachtengordel, this canal ring. On this square, we come to the Westerkerk, the most famous church in the canal ring. Its fame comes from the fact that its distinctive tower can be seen from many spots in Amsterdam. You can climb its tower, the Westertore, if you like. There is a wonderful view of the canal ring from up there, and you can see all the way from harbors in the north to the Rijksmuseum in the south. Perhaps you had already noticed the Westertore when you were still quite a distance from it? The tower is easy to recognize because of its characteristic dome with the crown on top. You don't see many church towers like this one in northern Europe. In fact, the Westerkerk is the only church in the Netherlands with a cross like that one on top of it. You can also view the inside of the Westerkerk, but if the church is closed, you will have all the more reason to visit it again. Despite its relatively plain interior compared to Catholic churches, this Protestant house of worship is certainly worth a look. The way the light strikes the interior of this freestanding church is remarkable and creates an unusual ambience. Moreover, the artist Rembrandt van Rijn, who painted the Night Watch, was buried in this church. The water of Prinsengracht is always full of boats on sunny days, but once or twice a year it's really busy. That's when the canals of Amsterdam are the scene of popular festivals. For instance, an annual concert is held on Prinsengracht, where you are standing now. An orchestra on a floating stage plays classical songs from the previous century and, of course, the canal is packed with boats full of people who come to listen. Once a year, there's a really, really big party on the canals. Koningsdag or King's Day, a national holiday. Until recently, the same day was called Koninginnedag or Queen's Day. But King Willem-Alexander succeeded his mother, Princess Beatrix, in 2013. And so the name was changed from Queen's Day to King's Day. Many Dutch people come to Amsterdam specifically to celebrate this national day of celebration and the canals are chock-a-block with party-goers dressed in orange. If you want to see what King's Day is like in the canal ring, watch the video. You will discover an entirely different side to Amsterdam on the other side of the canal. There, just beyond the canal ring, is the Jordaan district. A working-class area that is, in some ways, the complete opposite of the canal ring. The Grachtengordel, or canal ring, was built as a luxury district for traders in the Golden Age, while the Jordaan is a true blue-collar district. The first popular uprisings began in the Jordaan, and it is where true Amsterdam balladeers are born. In the Jordaan, the houses are generally smaller and the streets narrower. As you can see, the magnificence of the stately canals makes way for the homely, intimate ambience of the Jordan, partly because this district street plan differs from that of the canal ring. The Jordan has plenty of tiny alleys, enhancing its snug and friendly atmosphere. The part of the canal ring you are walking through now is called the Negenstraatjes, or Nine Streets named after the nine different side streets connecting the three main canals of the canal ring. Wolfenstraat, which you are on now, 
is the most central of these nine side streets. This part of the canal ring, the Negen Straatjes, has its own special ambience and it is popular among tourists who love to spend entire mornings or afternoons wandering around the area. This trendy district, which boasts all sorts of stylish boutiques, cafes and galleries, is much quieter compared to Leidsestraat and the area around Leidseplein, which we will come to in a minute. The tiny shops that are so abundant in the Negen Straatjes soon make way for large chain stores when you reach Leidsestraat. Walking through the Negen Straatjes, you can clearly see how the different blocks of the houses are distributed along the canals, the largest and grandest houses, where the wealthy merchants resided, lined the canals, while the middle classes lived in the side streets. That explains why the houses on the side streets are smaller and are less decorative. If you look around you, up and down the canal, you will be able to see several Amsterdam warehouses. You will have already spotted some of these characteristic buildings on your walk around the canal ring. In bygone days, all sorts of goods would have been stored in these warehouses, such as food, wood or spices brought to Amsterdam by ship. The name of the warehouse often reveals the sort of goods stored in it or the origin of the wares. The Afrika, Africa, the Korendrager, Granary and the Spanse House, Spanish House. Can you see the beams that protrude at the top of the warehouse gables? The merchants used them to hoist their wares up to the upper stories. You can also recognize warehouses by their large doors, although nowadays many of the doors have been replaced by windows. Traditional Dutch houses are famous for their characteristic facades, which come in all sorts and sizes. Kraus-stepped gables, bell-shaped gables, pointed gables and cornice fronts. You will have already seen many fine examples of them on this eye tour through the canal ring. After all, this area is full of merchant houses with their ornate facades. The inhabitants of Amsterdam built these wonderful gables to make their houses look prettier, and many of these individual gables are actually no more than a little wall that hides a slightly lower pointed roof. You have now come to Leidseplein, where once stood a city gate. This gate once marked the beginning of the road to Leiden and this square was the first thing travellers saw of the canal ring and of Amsterdam when they entered the city. Even then, there was plenty of hustle and bustle with travellers, street vendors and market traders coming to the city from all over. As you can see, Leidseplein is still a very busy, energetic spot, but for other reasons, at present, it is the heart of entertainment on Amsterdam's canal ring. Many cafes, shops, restaurants and theatres are located around the square, such as the New de la Mar Theatre, Pop Venues Paradiso and Melkweg and the City Theatre, the red brick building on the opposite side of the square. On your right, on the opposite side of the road, you will see one of the strangest buildings of the Canal Ring, Paradiso, one of the most famous pop music venues in the Netherlands. You can tell by the building's exterior that it was not built as a concert hall. In fact, Paradiso was a church until 1967, which is obvious from the high, church-like windows with their rounded tops, which are typical of churches. 
Nowadays, Paradiso is hallowed ground for music and culture lovers because pick of the international music scene has given spectacular performances here in this intimate temple of pop, including Pink Floyd, Prince, Adele and Lady Gaga. All these famous performers love to visit Cozy Paradiso because this pop venue has its very own intimate ambience. This special atmosphere is created by the high church ceiling and balustrades, but more particularly because only 1,500 people can fit into the building. That may seem a lot, but it's nothing compared to the larger venues like the Heineken Music Hall or Ahoy in Rotterdam. The Golden Age marked both an economic climax in Dutch history and a cultural one. Many of the works of art that date from around the same time as the Canal Ring are to be found in the imposing edifice on the opposite side of the road and the water. This is the Rijksmuseum Amsterdam, the Netherlands' largest museum. Its collection contains many famous works and you can see many paintings by the Dutch masters of the Golden Age, including Rembrandt van Rijn's Nightwatch, Johannes Vermeer's Milkmaid and many others. Beyond the Rijksmuseum, there's the large expanse of park, the Museumplein, which features the Stedelijk Museum and the Van Gogh Museum. Work has been done on the entire exterior, the entrance and the walkway under the building, and the interior has a completely new look. The new Rijksmuseum was opened by Queen Beatrix in early 2013, an occasion celebrated with fireworks and a big party. If you want to see an impression of this festive occasion, watch the video. If you're wondering what the renovated building and museum plan beyond look like now, just cross the road and follow the walkway under the building. This is Spiegelgracht, one of the side streets in the Canal Ring and the heart of Amsterdam's art and antique scene. Dozens of antique shops and galleries can be found in these streets. The antique dealers sell all kinds of curiosities, ranging from historic tiles of Delft Blue to 19th century writing desks. If you like antiques, this is the place for you. Spiegelstraat would never have become the centre of art and antiques without the Rijksmuseum close at hand, because in the early years, the museum bought many objects for its collection from the shops on this street. Earthenware, furniture, jewellery, glasses and textiles and it is no coincidence that the majority of the antique dealers in this district are specialized in these items. As you may have noticed on this eye tour, luxury and status were important for the merchants who lived along the canals of Amsterdam, and their houses were expected to reflect their standing by their spick-and-span exteriors. A whole army of servants was needed to run a household in a canal house, but these cooks, cleaners and nursemaids were not allowed to use the front door. Their entrance was the back door in the alleys between the canals, like Kerkstraat, where you are now. In contrast to the front of the houses, it was a huge mass in these streets, with goods being delivered or dispatched, horse manure littering the streets and rubbish put out to be collected. It must have been very smelly although the same could be said of the front of the house, as the canals were used as open sewers in those days. The part of Herengracht you are now on is the most dazzling, impressive part of the canal ring, and the most expensive and most beautiful houses were built here. 
In fact, the wealth of this part of town gives it its name, Gaudenbocht or Golden Bend. Take a good look at the houses along this part of the canal. These are the typically large canal houses where the richest Amsterdam merchants once lived. In Amsterdam's heyday, these buildings all had almost the same layouts and the same characteristic, luxurious interiors. The photographs show how the wealthy residents furnished their canal houses, marble columns, silk curtains and paintings by Dutch masters hanging on the wall. Nowadays, the merchant houses on the Golden Band often provide office accommodation for businesses such as law firms, banks and stock exchange dealers. The mayor of Amsterdam lives here too, at number 502, a little further back along Heerengracht, on this side of the water. A characteristic feature of the Canal Ring and the centre of Amsterdam are the many hofjes, courtyards off the busy street and lined with tiny houses. You are now in the most well-known courtyard of Amsterdam, the Begijnhof, called after the Beguines, the nuns who lived here for centuries. This courtyard also contains one of the few remaining wooden houses in Amsterdam, although in the Middle Ages nearly all the houses in the city were built of wood. Over the years, the other wooden houses have either been replaced or burned down, because living in a wooden house was always risky. Most households cook their daily meals over an open fire inside the house, so it's not very surprising that many large fires broke out in the city during the Middle Ages. Consequently, around the year 1450, the city administrators prohibited the building of houses with wooden side walls. Later, wooden facades were prohibited too. Maybe you've noticed something else about the Begijnhof besides the wooden house? Perhaps you've seen that the courtyard is slightly lower than the area that surrounds it. Now you are back on Dan Square, the beginning and the end of your trail. As we explained at the beginning of the walk, this square is the symbolic heart of the city and of the Netherlands. And the Dutch royal family have an important aspect of this. Dam Square is the place where all the national celebrations like royal marriages and investitures, past and present, are held. The celebrations are not just held on the square, but in the buildings that line the square too, such as the Royal Palace and the Nieuwe Kerk, New Church, which you can see on your right. In 2013, the enthronement of King Willem-Alexander took place here on Dam Square, making him monarch of the Kingdom of the Netherlands, and spoke to the people on the square from the balcony of the palace. Afterwards, in the Nieuwe Kerk, he was formally installed as king. It was one huge, day-long party for everyone here on Dam Square. Finish the trail by returning to the monument on Dam Square and reflect a little on your eye tour of the Venice of the Low Countries which showed you all the highlights of Amsterdam's canal ring. If you would like to see more of Amsterdam and its environs, please take a look at the app, which contains various eye tours of Amsterdam and the neighbouring towns.